Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It actually worked and no hiccups or problems today. Uh, well, know. at least not yet. <laughs> There's about to be some problems, but no technical ones at least. So let's let's come uh, into well, yeah. let's come into this hot jack. We're here to do the uh, Extreme Rules 2016. Oh, sorry, what year is it today? Uh, you had me thinking it was 2016, uh, uh, and then I realized that that was not right. I believe it's 2019. 2016, when it was when you were touring the world with Iron Maiden, I believe it was. Uh, correct. Yes. 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 But those days are long gone. Uh, <laughs> I also had hair back then as well. That is true. You're you're re, you're a recent bald man, aren't you? Yeah, yeah. Within the last uh, last year, yeah. How was that for you transitioning from hair to no hair? It was difficult for me because I used to I used to always like style my hair and do different things, and then uh, Very it was thank you, thank you. Yeah, yeah. It was a bit, bit of a shock, but now I'm okay with it. You know. My only concern going back was like I didn't really want to. I was worried that I would look like um, like a chemo patient because I'm quite skinny. Right. So you know. Has anybody ever approached you and and uh, asked you how chemo is going? Or <laughs> thankfully no. <laughs> uh, thankfully no. Okay. Um, but I was going to say those as we're coming in hot. Extreme Rules 2019. Uh, thank you for that. And don't forget, you got to remind me in about 15 minutes that I got to do, uh, got to read some ads and pay some bills. We didn't do that last time and we got scolded for, uh, Oof. for not doing that. So we'll make sure to, to do, I'm gotcha. actually looking it up right now, but, um, gotcha. and so, so also speaking of getting scolded, I was given a message from a WWE higher up who, uh, oh, to- yes. told me to be nice to the WWE. And I can only think the reason for that comes from, our last, uh, our last uh, review, our last podcast together. Mm, yeah, it could well be. Uh, we, we weren't overly, um, well, we weren't, we weren't slating yeah. them really, but you know, we were, we weren't, uh, we weren't making out that everything was amazing. You're right. You're right. We, we were kind of uh, cutting down a few people here and there. But uh, speaking of cutting down, uh, you know, some people are kind of jokes that we were thinking about on that roster. But speaking of jokes. Before we get going here, Jack, as I read my rundown, uh, we're doing this band, the Extreme Rules Preview that WWE does not want you to hear uh, on a Friday. Uh, usually we do it on a Wednesday. Because it's a Friday, this might be a first for you. Uh, you get to hear the Duff McKagan joke of the week. Brilliant. Hey, Chris Derrick of Duff McKagan calling you from Seattle. And uh, it's great right now. But uh, we were on chicken tonight for dinner, but it was foul. Thank you very much. Hey, oh, that wasn't yes. bad. That yeah, was all right. One of the better ones. Little play on words. Oh, really? You are you? Have you heard some Duff McKagan joke of the weeks before? None that I could remember oh. in uh, Tetley right now, but yeah. But you have heard a few because you said that was one of the better ones, which would imply that you've listened to some of the other ones. Yes, uh, on occasion. On occasion. Oh. I didn't know if you were just kind of lying for show business purposes. Well, you'll never know. <laughs> that would actually be a pretty good uh, like name of, a, of an album or something or a t-shirt lying for show business purposes I think actually yeah that could be um, either that or a title of a pretty good autobiography or a porno <laughs> yeah 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 speaking with Jack uh, why don't you tell them about your t-shirt uh, designs yeah well um, you know they're uh, I would say is pornography for, for the mind but one of them says who the f am i and the other one says drunkomania you know this is very pornographic words drunkomania you thought i was gone didn't you or did you when right there did i think you were gone yeah uh no 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 because the last I time so. i asked you to do something with the uh, pro wrestling tees i went and grabbed a, a vodka and uh you didn't say anything about pro wrestling tees you said that i was gone and then right, when, <laughs> yeah. you must have heard me coming back because uh, you, you were right on cue when I actually walked back into the room. Yeah, I'm quite good, uh, you know, like listening. Mm, gotcha. That would sometimes because of sometimes. your lack of sight. Lack of sight, and yeah, yes, uh, you know, sticky out is. So there you go. So we were a little bit, uh, a little bit scolded by the WWE cognoscenti 
for the uh, the uh, preview for uh, stomping grounds that we did last time. So we're gonna yeah. be, we're gonna be nicer this time. Um, at least try to be. I mean, like I said, I don't, I don't really feel that we were being overly mean last time. But no, uh, I don't think everything was being overly mean. And you know, we're, we're pretty let's, nice guys. Let's, let's try and be underly mean. Sure, sure. A good way to do it. So, uh, uh, stomping grounds was was a fun one. I think we both got about two out of ten uh, correct. So we'll Brilliant. do a better job um, uh, this this time. Um, and also, too, I think one of the big hits from last time was the stomping grounds theme song that we uh, that we uh, came yes. up with. But uh, yes. I, can't, I can't remember what that what that gentleman's name was. Do you remember? Uh, Longhorn Steakhouse or something, wasn't it? Or- <laughs> Something like that. I think that's exactly what it might have been. Uh, long, the long, long, Longhorn Steakhouse with his stomping ground. Oh, wait a second. You were close. J.J. Lawhorn uh, was the name of the gentleman. Oh. Yeah, he was the guy. He got kind of a little bit of a buzz. Apparently, he actually reached out to us on Twitter and said, thanks for Pony show. Oh. Catchy tune, eh? Very much so. Still waiting for you to get to the chorus. Here we go. So that was uh, JJ Longhorn Steakhouse. Um, uh, oh, stomping shit. Grounds. What happened? Oh, I just, I just spilled a cup of sake all over me. <laughs> Did you do that on purpose? Because last time you uh, you got a leg cramp while we were on the show. <laughs> no, of course I didn't do it on purpose. I want to drink this. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we wanted to start off hot, and we did here on our Extreme oh, Rules uh, uh, pay-per-view review. Looks like I've pissed myself. Well, see, we can't see that. So you could you, you might not even be wearing pants as far as we know. So we got that. Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> oh, that was... Uh, that was great. Um, so I think we should start off with with the uh, with the theme song, and see what yeah. a theme song should be. Uh, so the actual let's see what's the Stomping Grounds pay per view theme song is called "When I'm Gone" by Dirty. What's it called? Dirty Lick, Dirty Honey. Okay, let's see. Let's see what the vibe is for this. Okay. Sounds like a little bit of a heavy kind of airborne type uh, ACDC based, right? Yeah, definitely, definitely. Um, yeah, it's not bad. It's a little bit kind of uh, a little bit stock, if we can say that. Um, Extreme Rules. Maybe they should use a song by Extreme. Maybe. Yeah, no, I think that would be that would go down better. Um, is there anything else that maybe sounds like that? It's a little bit mellow for. Uh, for a pay-per-view theme, eh? Maybe. Yeah, it might not be quite... It might not have the uh, intensity. No, you're right. It's a good tune, though, but uh, what else yeah. we got? Um, Ozzy Osbourne. What about Breaking All the Rules by Ozzy? Have you heard that one? Uh, not, not that I can remember. Here's what you go. Hold on. Yeah. Extreme. <laughs> that would work. Extreme. Does that work? You sound like my dad when he's saying and Tom Jones in the um, Spirit of the Drum <laughs> video. My name is Chris Slade. I've worked with such bands as ACDC, Jimmy Page, David Gilmore, Tom Jones, Elvis Presley. <laughs> um, he said thank you for the publicity as well. Oh, good. Okay, yeah, don't forget to go to Spirit of the Drum. 
dot com. Is that what it is? I think it's that. Yeah, probably. Probably. Or just Google Spirit of the Drum, Chris Slade, and you'll find some fine jewelry on there. Uh, Chris That's wears right. a pair of drumsticks around his neck uh, at every ACDC show that he plays, plays uh, and uh, you might be able to find a pair of those uh, online somewhere. Correct. Correct. Any uh, update yeah. on the uh, sake uh, spilling? Yeah, it just looks like I've wet myself. Mm. It really does. Like I'm very... Uh, yeah, very, very undry. Was it was it warm? No, thankfully no. No, it was uh, it was a cold. Sorry, that's it. It was it was a cold one. You need a flag on the play for uh, spilling your sake in the first minute of the show, no less. Um, I know. Exactly. So, uh, well, I yeah. think we should probably jump right in because you know why. And here's another difference because usually we do this show on a Tuesday. Uh, which means that we haven't seen SmackDown yet. We're doing this on a Wednesday, so we did actually see SmackDown, or at least read about it, because I didn't watch it. Um, I'm not sure if you watched it, Jack. I did not. Uh, and the other thing as well is that I actually haven't read about it either, so I'm actually still as unprepared as normal. Even um, better. Yeah, but so you're probably going to have to help me through that one. I have to be honest with you. I did actually prepare by uh, getting the Extreme Rules song. Um by Dirty Honey, so um, it would be a playing in the background, uh, ready to go. Great. So that's Dirty Honey with the Extreme Rules song, More Than Words. The official theme for uh, Extreme Rules is Dirty Honey. So uh, now that we've established that, we can move on to the uh, to the card. I think we should just jump right into it, I think, Jack. Shall we? Shall we? I think we shall. Um, I'm going here. I went to uh, Forbes.com and, right. and got the uh, got all the, the matches, and they're up here on, on the yep. screen. And cool. I'm just going to go through them in order from bottom to top. So WWE Raw Tag Team Championship is uh, the Revival versus the Usos. Now, the Revival were uh, one of the, the, the teams, one of the talents – that asked for their release and then were given the world title shortly after. Mm. Yeah. It's a bit of a weird one because the, what is that noise? I think it's the chair that's moving. Is that okay? Oh, it, it sounds like it's um like a, an eighties, like hip hop drum intro. That? Oh, a little bit. Oh, really? Okay. Well, that's um, what I thought it might have been. I thought you kept. I thought you were trying to restart a song. You know, hold on. I will uh, say this, Jack. Honestly, um, yeah, you really do have good ears, because I wasn't joking before when I left the room and I came back and you heard the exact moment that I came back into the room. And every time something goes on, like if there's like a last time, like a, uh, if uh, if I if I creak in the chair, you hear it. If uh, if there's a mouse in the corner, you hear that. Uh, you have a very good uh, ears going on there. Thank you, thank you. Um, you know, they, they it's not like a fifty-fifty going on because I I can hear things that other people can't. And yeah. um, oh, there you go. There's a chair creaking again. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, so I'm just moving. What? My chair is moving right now. Hold on. Sorry. Yeah, you're just moving the chair. Yeah. Yeah. Jesus, it needs some real oil or something like that, man. It really does sound yeah. like a hip-hop drum break, doesn't it? <laughs> Jeez Louise. Um, let me just reach down over here and uh, pick up the uh, sheet of matches. They fell on the floor. Hold on a second. Nice one. Okay, got it. So uh, uh, yeah. do you have a good set of ears is what we, what we were saying? Apparently so, yeah. Even though I do have... Uh, a pretty bad case of tinnitus. So I can still hear. Is that which you, is nice? Is that how you pronounce it? Tinnitus. I think it's tinnitus or, or tinnitus. I don't. I, I don't think there's. It, both are acceptable, I believe. So you know, I'm actually pretty happy because we hit the uh, hit the first ad right on time. The second one we're going to do probably in about 20 minutes or so. So uh, keep an eye on the clock, and uh, and we'll get right over to that one. But first, we got to get to the revival versus the Usos. Jimmy and Jay Usos. Did you know they're twins, Jack? Uh, I wasn't sure. Something gave it away, but um, but I was, yeah. The fact yeah, they look exactly sure. alike is that what it was? Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. It's it's good that uh, my suspicions were correct. Have you heard them do promos lately? Oh yeah, lately, all the time, all the time. Um, I'd be lying if I said I had actually. So what, what do you mean? Well, what have they been doing? Well, they just do great promos where they kind of go back and forth, kind of a twin magic, like kind of 
two rappers that know each other back and forth. They're very, very good. Uh, I'm a real big fan of the promos of the Usos. Yes. yes. Um, so I'm actually thinking this is going to be a pretty damn good match, to be honest with you, because Revival, very good uh, old school team. And uh, as far as the way they work, you know, kind of cut off the, the ring, as they used to say. And the Usos high flying, very exciting, great look. So I think it's, it's going to be a hell of a contest. And who do, you, who do you think? Uh, what do you think about this one? As far as who may or may not win this one, Jack? I I think either uh, either either team winning is uh, well. You know, th- there's no wrong answer with it. I suppose you know. Don't forget, revival are the champions, so the yeah. Usos are challenging for the tag team championship. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, the, yeah, it wouldn't be bad for the revival to retain, and it wouldn't be bad for the Usos to to win. Okay. Well, do you know that uh, I'm going to? You know, who I'm going to go with. What's that? I'm going to go for, with the Revival. You know why? Why is that? Because Fozzie has a song called Revival. Did you know that? Uh, of course. You know, it's funny. Uh, I forgot about that song. It's a, it's a killer tune. Which album is that on? It's from Chasing the Grail. Oh, right, yeah. I forgot that we had a song called Revival, literally till I was just reading Revival here, and I was like, wait a second, that sounds familiar. So, you know, I think I'm going to have to uh, present them with a cease and desist on that name, Gimmick Refringement. Yeah, gimmick Refreshment. Gimmick Refreshment, I know. Yes. <laughs> yes. Wow, that's a, that's a tough one. That's a tough one to come back from. It is. I mean, uh, if, 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 if my Revival starts to, uh, to, to get a little bit stale, or, yeah. or it gets a little behind. We just do a gimmick refreshment and give it to uh, Dash and Dawson. Yeah, exactly. You know, it's um, okay. it's just it's just a, the thing to do. Yeah, Com- common courtesy. What do you? Yeah. Who are you choosing? You can't just say either one. You got to make a choice. Yeah, um, I would like to see the revival stay champ, stay on top. I just don't know whether whether they will. Uh, you know, I know that. The the uh, WWE seem to be saying that you know they're going to listen to the fans a bit more lately, and they they don't really seem to have done that. So I think uh, I think the Usos are going to take it. Um, I'm not saying it's the right idea. It's not a bad idea because the Usos for sure deserve it, but they should keep the revival on. They I'm, should revive the revival. I'm going to call you uh, uh, both sides of the fence. Slade is your new nickname <laughs> for today. Um, <laughs> Okay, so you're going with the Usos. I'm going with, with the Revival. Uh, that's, uh, we'll see. Once again, let us know how we did uh, on our picks on the Twitter, at Talk is Jericho, and uh, we can uh, go on from there. This next one, this is like a real star-studded uh, uh, show with a lot of different gimmick matches, which I think is kind of the, the, the theme of the pay-per-view as a whole. Yeah, um, you know, as long as they're extreme gimmicks, then, um, then yeah. Exactly. That's um, extreme. It's very extreme. See what we did there? Yeah. Oh. So um, so the next gimmick that we have here, a match, a big one, uh, Braun Strowman versus Bobby Lashley uh, in a last man standing match. Yeah. You know, you know what I think yeah. of whenever I hear the name Bobby Lashley? What's that? Eyelashes. Is that you? No. That literally came on. Timing. <laughs> this is a. Uh, this is under the. This, this is top, top five most annoying sounds just popped up at some point, and that's called guy screaming. So um, uh, <laughs> it's like this is my friend laughing. Top five most annoying sounds. What the f*** is going on? Um, that just literally came up when I said it sounds like eyelashes, and then that weird music came on. What the? F- <laughs> There's a ghost of the machine, like I said. So um, I think uh, uh, I'm going to um, uh, go with. Wow, I mean, these guys have been having quite the um, um, battle, <laughs> blood battle, blood fest. Um, where they had uh, they, 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 one guy hit the other guy through the Titantron last week on Raw. The first Raw that Paul Heyman took over 
Uh, they had this yeah. big stunt where they exploded the stage and all this crazy stuff went down. So they've, they've been making quite a, a big deal of it. So I'm thinking that this match must continue. So I'm going to go... Oh, sorry, this feud must continue. So I'm going to say... Jeez. I'm going to go a little bit out on a limb here, Jack. I'm going to okay. say it's going to be a last man standing where both guys can't make the call. Like they'll go through the Tron again and neither guy can get up. So it'll be a draw. The first ever last man standing tie is what's going to happen in this match for, for, for in my I can opinion. I see where you're going with that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, um, cause yeah, what, that, yeah. Like who, what would be the, I don't know. Um, yep. You, you actually took about 30 seconds to say absolutely nothing there. Mm, yep. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there, is there really a? It's kind of like the, um, it's kind of like the revival of Nusos. Is there, is there a, a a wrong choice to win here? I don't really know. Well, there's not, I, that's what I'm saying. I, I think, I think it's one of those things where they got two big guys. They're both kind of in a holding pattern right now. So I'm going with the the uh, unprecedented first time ever last man standing match draw. Yeah. Yeah, that's fair. Um, I am not going to do that. I think um, I think it, I I, I want to say that uh, that Strowman would would get it, but I think I think it's going to be Lashley or Bo- Bobby eyelashes versus um, Braun Strimmers. I like Bobby eyelashes. That's good. <laughs> mm. <laughs> oh, that was uh, that was really funny though when uh, we had that thing. I mean, it's like. Bobby eyelashes sounds like uh, Bobby Lashley reminds me of eyelashes. What? Every time I say that word, for some reason the sound comes on. Bobby, Bobby, Bobby Strowman, Bobby eyelashes. It's really strange stuff. Uh, okay, so you're going That's, with Bobby? Yeah. I- are you taking Bobby eyelashes? Yeah, I'm going to take Bobby eyelashes on this one. Yeah. Okay. Against Braun Strowe, 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 your boat gently down the stream. Merry, 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 life is but a dream. You go, Braun Strowe, Strowe, your boat gently down the stream. Merry, 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 life is but a dream. Dream. Do you have you ever had that before? The row, row, row your boat where one guy starts at first, then the second guy comes in the second round and it becomes yeah, like was, the, didn't have that? They, uh, what do you call it? I can't even think of what they called that. It's kind of a, uh, uh, like a camp, like a round robin thing or something. Or yeah, what the hell was the? Um, yeah, I don't know. I'm sure, we can. It's look not really related to. And yeah, we're... well, yeah, yeah. Maybe we can. Um, maybe we can edit. You it. haven't really um, been looking anything up on your end, Jack. You should probably try and look that up. Maybe. Uh, yeah. Okay. okay. Uh, uh, you look it up, and I'll go into the next uh, match description. This match is for the WWE United States Championship. We got Rakakit, who's the champion, versus AJ Styles. This should be a great match. I think these guys have had a couple matches already. Um, and both guys, obviously, tremendous high-flying performers. AJ is is one of the best workers in the company, and Rakakit is... Um, and we, by the way, we know his name is Ricochet. It just uh, So we're not being mean to anybody here. We're not taking the piss. We just like saying Rakakit because it's fun to say, but he's obviously a tremendous performer and worker. That's a uh, editor's note right there. So I'm going to say with Rakakit versus AJ Styles, Rakakit. It's called a round. A round? Yeah. Oh, a round. Okay. Well, it makes sense because we go around in a circle and everybody sings, right? Yeah, okay. I must have been thinking of something different because that's not what I thought it was, but. Yeah. All right, well, I didn't have no idea what it was either. So I think uh, I think they've just re-signed Gallows and Anderson. So I'm going to say that uh, those two guys are going to interfere on AJ's behalf, and we're going to have a new champion. Yeah, yeah. That would be the right thing to do. What about, how is it the right thing? What if you'd want to really push the young guy, though? I heard Paul Heyman's a big fan of Rakakit. He might want to push him. So that, once again, we don't know. Who's going to win this? Yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, that is a good point. But I think um, I think the uh, the right thing to do would be to have, you know, Ricochet then chase. Oh. Uh, sorry, Rakokit. Mm-hmm. He's that guy. You know, yeah. Have uh, Rakokit chase the uh, Arj Stiles. And then, um, you know, 
then they can have a good series of matches. I think, well, how many they had already? Like 25 or something? Yeah. I don't know. No, they've had a few. They've had a few, but yeah. uh, all of them. But know, I think good, it would be good. Um, good stuff there. Yeah. Oh, there you go. Good remix. <laughs> Jeez, I, can't, I can't catch a break with you, can I? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a wonderful, wonderful furniture sound. Yeah, so I... I think um, I think Styles get it, and then uh, and then Ricochet come come back and chase because then at the same time you got Ricochet that is playing a, a hip hop drum beat. No, that was, was in the background. Chair. Sorry. Oh, um, that was your chair. Oh. Let me oh. ask you a question. Okay. What if it was Rakocket versus AJ McLean from the Backstreet Boys? Huh. Yeah. Uh, what about it? As in, like, would what it if be they good? had a match together? Then what would happen? Well, I don't know. Um, uh, I don't know if, if I'd want it that way. <laughs> uh, was, you know, hold on a second here. Hold on, huh? my chair's gonna move. Hold on. Oh, this is crazy. I got some breaking news here. What's that? Well, some breaking news that was announced uh, April fifteenth, two thousand eighteen. So basically, over a year, oh, almost a year and a half ago, whatever. I was looking Brilliant. for an AJ McLean song. Yeah. Uh, do you know he's a country music guy now? What do you mean? I thought the Backstreet Boys came back. They the Backstreet's back. All right, but hold on. I just found this. Backstreet Boys oh. AJ McLean says, yeah. "I'm coming to disrupt country," and we have uh, an interview here. Let's see what he has to say. I am coming in, but I'm coming in to disrupt country. I want to come in and shake things up. Um, you know, I always love country. I, I'm Almost moved to Nashville. That's how much I love it down there. <laughs> right. Okay. Okay. So let me ask you this: If we're if we're, we have to be nice to the WWE, do we have to be nice to the Backstreet Boys as well? Uh, I mean, is there any way that we can't be nice? Okay, dude. I love country music so much. I almost moved to Nashville. Yeah. What the, <laughs> what the hell does that have to do with anything? I have no idea. No idea what's happening. And when you watch them say all. this, he's got like this uh, Guido purple suit on and purple shades and like this Tommy Dreamer haircut. <laughs> he looks nothing like a country music guy. So I think oh, I need to, he's coming I need into to country up. music because that's the hip thing to do. He wants to be like a Darius Rucker or he wants to be like, uh, who else is a country guy? What's that guy from uh, uh, Kid Rock? Stained. Or, well, Kid Rock's kind of country. Kind of, stained. Aaron Lewis. That guy went into country, yeah. right? All right, I got it. Let's see a little sample of what uh, what AJ's. Um, gonna be honest with you. Uh, yeah, you can be honest with me. I don't really like that. You know, what I'd rather uh, hear if I'm gonna listen to country. What's that? I'd rather hear that music. So uh, for uh, JJ Longhorn, I'm giving the thumbs up and to, uh, to uh, AJ McLean's country career. That's what I'm saying about that. I'm wondering if uh, maybe we should bring um, JJ Dillon out on tour with us or something. JJ Dillon. Yeah. The Longhorn. No, no, no. We should bring out JJ Dillon. <laughs> we'll bring out JJ Dillon and JJ Longhorn and me. It'll be called the Y2JJJJ tour. Brilliant. Y2JJJJ. And then we'll, then we'll be sponsored by Raycon. Uh, it'll be Y2JJJJJ Ray J. Is <laughs> that a, a spit take there? I almost heard. It was a bit. Yeah. But, but yeah. That's, right. that's a great, that's got a great ring to it. That could work. Um, yeah. All right. Next one. Looking forward to this one. Alistair Black versus the Thwith oh, yeah. Thyborg Thotharo. This is going to be good. Yeah. Because as we know, the big thing was for a few weeks, uh, uh, Alistair Black was looking for an opponent. He said someone yes. was knocking on his door. And uh, he then, uh, the, the guy who was knocking on the door was was Cesaro. Mm. Yeah. So uh, what do you want to think yeah. whenever I think of Alistair Black? What's that? I think of Aleister Crowley. Really? 
classic tune there yeah, from Ozzy. I, I can, uh, yeah, I can see that as well. That you know, that can um, that can relate to Alistair Black quite well. You know, certainly has the look of. Uh, he does. He's kind of got that man. look, a little yeah. bit of a kind of a satanic type vibe, just like Mr. Crowley had, right? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Got a funny story for you from Zach Wild. One time he said he was recording No More Tears, and uh, for whatever reason, Zach put up a poster of Jimi Hendrix on one side of the studio and a poster of Alistair Crowley on the other side of the studio. And Ozzy came in and what? went, All right, that's Jimmy Page, or that's Jimi Hendrix. Who the fuck is that man? That's Alistair Crowley, Oz. You've been singing about him for 35 years. <laughs> oh, that's amazing. I didn't know he looked like that man. <laughs> <laughs> Um, <laughs> Can you um, disregard this? But I need to quickly leave the room and make sure that the dog doesn't shit on the carpet. Can you? Would you mind? Uh, yeah, shit. Sure. I'm gonna run. Okay. All right. I'll, I'll be right back. Uh, Jack having to go take care of some business, unless he's trying to rib me, of course, which is something that I always do to him on this program, where I leave to go get some ice or, or whatever it may be and just leave him there talking uh, until he gets back into the room. But I'm not going to fall for that trick. I'm actually going to move on with uh, Alistair Crowley versus Cesaro. And I really think that this is going to be an unbelievable match. Uh, how could it not be when you have the Thwith Thyborg in there, just a tremendous performer. And a really, uh, it was a little bit of a back words thing to do to say, who's going to come challenge me? Well, it, it, my dad used to say, if someone, if you challenge, if someone challenges you and you get beat up, don't worry about it. If you challenge someone and don't beat them up, then you're the jerk. So now Thadaro has the potential to be a jerk if he loses to Alistair um, and doesn't, uh, doesn't man up. So I might say that, uh, I mean, in this day and age, heels, babyface, we don't know really who's who and what's what, but there's no way that Alistair Black on his first big uh, kind of focused on uh, uh, spotlight match will lose this. So at the at the uh, potential of making the Thwith Thyborg Thazaro look bad for making the challenge and losing, uh, I'm going to stick with, uh, with Alistair. Um, that's Alistair... And uh, see kind of uh, what happens. But I'm going with, with Alistair, uh, Alistair Crowley on this one to win this match. Jack is still not back yet. So I guess we'll have to, um, have to continue forward uh, on our own. And when, we come, when he comes over back here, that dog must be taking quite a long poopski. Uh, we'll continue on with, uh, with his predictions. So uh, we'll move on now. Daniel Bryan and Rowan, who are the champions. Uh, this is for the WWE SmackDown Tag Team Championships versus the New Day uh, 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 versus Heavy Machinery, Otis and Tucker. And this is Otis and Tucker's um, big headlining, uh, potentially uh, star-making match. Okay, so we're just about ready to give the uh, 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 review here of the Daniel Bryan match. And J Jack is back. Are you Okay. Yeah, as I was trying to uh, let the dog out, uh, you know, didn't want him to, um, to to piss on the carpet, then I, I came back in the room and found out that my internet had died as well. <laughs> are, so you sure the dog, really well. are you sure the dog didn't piss on the internet cable and really yeah. screw everything up? <laughs> yeah, maybe, maybe. That's the thing. Uh, yes, yeah, so I held oh, down the man. fort as long as I could uh, on the last one, but I had to, <laughs> had to, I had to move forward. And what I decided on was that uh, that you can't put Alistair, you can't have him lose on his very first kind of uh, uh, spotlight match where he was making this big deal of the challenge. So even though I love the Thwith Thyborg Thizaro, I'm going with uh, with uh, Alistair Crowley to win this contest, Jack. Yeah, um, yeah, I, I agree with you. Uh, it's uh, going to be a match full of European uppercuts, you know, both of them being European. Um, but yeah, Alistair Black is my pick for that one as well. Just had to do that one more time, really drag it into the down, <laughs> into the dirt. Uh, okay, so then I moved on to the, this is the triple, the, the triple threat. Sorry, I'm still in the Cesaro mode. A triple threat tag team match for the WWE SmackDown tag team, Champion Thip. Uh, Daniel Bryan and Rowan versus the New Day. Uh, that's Big E and Woods, obviously, uh, versus Heavy Machinery, Otis and Tucker. 
Yeah, yeah, heavy machinery. Um, uh, kind of the dark horses here. I've forgotten the names. Oh, this Otis written right Tucker. there. Otis and Tucker. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. Seeing, people seem to be getting behind them. Uh, especially Otis doing the. Uh, what are the? Uh, they, they. He's not calling it the worm, is he? He's calling it something else. Yeah, it's uh, called like the the sloth or something. <laughs> some, something like that. Yeah. I'm not sure exactly. Something like that. You know, it's funny. Otis and Tucker. Sounds like Turner and Hooch to me. It reminds, like it's like some kind of a Turner. You ever see the movie Turner and Hooch, Jack? I have no idea what you're talking about. Tom Hanks uh, has a dog. I think Tom Hanks is like a detective, and uh, uh, Turner's his dog. You can't see that Turner and Hooch uh, is that was the uh, trailer for it. Wait, we just said you were, Turner and Hooch. It didn't actually. You're trying to show me a trailer uh, over the sound over speakers. Yeah, I was hoping it would be like uh, like. Turner has a lot of problems until he met Hooch. Turner and Hooch live, uh, you know, whatever. So Turner and Hooch is a uh, is a movie where um, Tom Hanks plays uh, a guy, and I think Hooch is the dog, and they have wacky adventures, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Okay, so that's uh, what I'm thinking whenever I see uh, Otis and Tucker. I think Turner and Hooch. So um, once again, you got the champions of Daniel Bryan. Can I ask you a question here? I know I'm supposed to be nice to the WWE, but Daniel Bryan has really gone down the card in a big way. When you think about how hot he was when he came back, how big of a star he was when he came back. Mm. Now he's kind of buried in this tag team uh, mire, shall we say. Mm. Yeah, yeah, it's very strange. It's it's a really weird um, sort of, yeah, really weird. Uh, I don't. I don't know why. Um, I mean, you know, having him win the uh, the the tag championships isn't necessarily a bad move. I just don't really see what they're doing with it. Yeah. Once again, you know, this kind of a new world here and a, and a new thing going on. I would put it on Turner and Hooch, and uh, you know, kick them off. They need to make some new stars, and just having these guys there doing, you know, kind of nonsensical worms and this sort of thing, or sloths or whatever they're calling it. Go all the way, put the straps on Turner and Hooch, and let's start a new era here. Yeah, yeah, I, I think that's good as well. And, you know, the fact that the crowd is is actually behind them or, or behind Otis, at least. Yes. Um, yeah, it's, it, it, I don't think any uh, any result is – wait, hang on now. How do I phrase this? I don't think any, I don't think any of the results would be bad. All right, as we uh, move on here, uh, the halfway point of the show, WWE Cruiserweight Championship, and much like last month, Tony Nietzsche is still the champion. Oh, wait, sorry, he's not still the champion. Uh, Drew Gulak is the champion, but Tony Nietzsche is uh, is uh, challenging it uh, for, for it. I think he was actually the challenger, the champion last month, and uh, he lost it to hmm. Drew Gulak. That made no sense yeah. whatsoever, but follow along with the bouncing ball, ladies and gentlemen. It's all good. It's all good. Yep, I understood. I'm following. I um, give me. Yep, go, go for it. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, we like Drew Gulak. Uh, we said that before with the gimmick that he had yes. before. You know what I think of whenever I think of the name Gulak, uh, Jack? Uh, tell me. I think of uh, uh, Gulag. Like uh, I think it's like a Russian prison. I believe is what a Gulag is. That's always. Uh, Makes me think of that. Ah. I was wondering, maybe it might be cool if he adapted the gimmick of Drew the Gulag Gulak. Yeah, uh, as long as they don't make it sort of overly racist. Okay. Because a Gulag, uh, as defined by the uh, dictionary here online, is a system of labor camps maintained in the Soviet Union from 1930 to 1955 in which many people died. Well, that's mm. a little bit. I mean, we, might have a, we might not be able to do uh, do that sort of a gimmick here in, in 2019. Yeah, it it might not. Um, it just it, it, you know, it's just the wrong costume, really. Right. You can't really put that on a foam finger and sell it at the merch stand, you know. Not not really. No, I used no. to have a foam finger. Um, it was. A, I mean, not not on my person. Mm. I, I mean, like, yeah, it was a razor Ramon foam oh, finger. Nice. Yeah. I, I, did yeah. you know I used to have a Chris Jericho foam. Uh, body, a phone body. Yeah, it's not a joke. It was uh, actually. I'm looking at it right now. I'm in my uh, office here. Uh, it mm. says "Break the Walls Down," and it's kind of the Chris Jericho 
uh, Sonic Temple, if you know that by the cult, I, I, like uh, a silhouette with my arms sticking out. So people would basically put their hands up my ass and uh, wave me around. Uh, not literally, oh. of course, which would be very yeah. painful, but figuratively on these foam Jericho bodies. Fantastic. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, well. So there you go. Yeah. So, and on that note, are we picking Drew Gulag Gulak or Tony Nietzsche? Uh, I'm going for Gulak because um, it, he he, uh, he did me proud last time because I predicted him being in it. Right. And, uh, and look what happened. So, you know, D- Gulak, don't uh, fail me now. Yeah, um, I'm going to say that as well because I think Tony Nietzsche, the thing about the 205 Live is there's so many guys there that I think Tony, uh, I'm actually surprised in a good way. I, I like Tony. We always talk about how much we like Tony, uh, don't we, Jack? Yeah. Uh, I'm happy that he's in another uh, featured match. Uh, tremendous performer. But I think they're going to stick with uh, with Drew Gulag Gulak and continue on in that direction uh, as they should. Yeah, yeah. Um, isn't there something with um, uh, Evolve as well happening that is Gulak involved with? So I, it, it's another kind of thing that sticks out that, uh, that they're still going to yeah. Uh, go with yeah. Keep them going on that. Okay, so moving yeah. on, there's a two and one handicap match for the WWE SmackDown Women's Championship. It's uh, Alexa Bliss and Nikki Six versus Bailey. Now, brilliant. What I'm thinking about this is that uh, I don't like when they do this a two on one handicap match. You know that that really demeans the belts and demeans the titles. So I think it's pretty obvious that Bailey has a uh, a mystery partner that's going to come out and help her beat Alexa Bliss and Nikki Six for uh, just to beat them because she is the champion. Um, yeah. So do you want do you want to know who I am convinced? It's so obvious who Bailey's uh, mystery partner is going to be. Who who do you, who do you think it's going to be? Uh, um, yeah. Is it going to be obvious? Yeah. Probably is. Dark Journey. Yes. That's right. Yeah. Probably would be. You didn't see that. It's the only. No, only it's the only logical choice if you think about it. Yeah, I think uh, I think that's exactly what it what it is. Uh, yeah. So I think, uh, and if it's not Dark Journey, Sasha Banks. Mm, yeah, it's not quite as believable though, is it? It's not. It's not quite as timely uh, or as obvious, or as, it doesn't make as much sense. That, it, that's right. That's right. Yeah. But yeah. If, I, it, so. if Dark Journey is not available, because she wasn't available last time either, she didn't. Uh, she didn't make it to the uh, the 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 mystery. Whatever was there a mystery partner last time? Why was Dark Journey involved? What the hell was she doing there? I don't recall what it was. Uh, Dark Journey. Yeah. Why was she going to be there? Uh, I can't remember. Does, does it really matter? Let's just say this. Let's just go with the fact because we know Dark Journey's a uh, high priced, very hard to to reach. Uh, living in the in the uh, wilds of South Carolina, wherever that might be. Um, I think it's going to be. Let's say it's just Sasha. Here's, here's my prediction. Sasha comes okay. back. Huge reaction. Huge pop. Bailey and Sasha work as a well-oiled machine. They beat Alexa Bliss and Nikki Six. And then Sasha turns on Bailey. Huh? Come on. Hmm. Huh? Yeah. It, sorry, I've got like, dog hair in my mouth or something. It makes sense. Um, I don't know whether it would be, uh, you know, it, would they go down the uh, the too obvious route? I don't know. Um it, I would think that was that would be entertaining. I think if they go to the obvious route of bringing her back as the partner, but then have her turn on Bailey to lead to the big SummerSlam face-off, because you know, mm. forget we're getting next pay-per-view is going to be the SummerSlam uh, uh, show. So I think that might be what they're. What oh, they're that's right. That. I think that might be what. Yeah. That. Yeah. Um, they need something. And then Alexa Bliss and Nikki Cross. Maybe get a little fight, then uh, Vince Neil comes out of the crowd, uh, leading to uh, Nikki Six and Vince Neil at SummerSlam, which is something I would pay to see. Uh, yes, definitely. Have you seen the uh, recent videos going around of Vince Neil trying to sing "Kickstart My Heart"? Yeah. Do I wanna? I haven't seen them. Uh, it's pretty cool. Um, All right. You know, let me let me see. Uh, I can't spell Vince Neil. Kickstart my heart video. Here we go. This has got to be it. Let's have a look. He looks fantastic in that thumbnail. Yeah. Let's put in some size. Oh, oh. that that's um. Just play hold the on. background music while you're getting ready. Yep. That's not it. Um. Yep. Hold on. Let's have a look here. 
Vince Neil. Um, videos coming around. 2019. Maybe it's recent like that. Yeah, no, can't find it. Just, um... Oh, that's the one. This is actually pretty good. Can you can you hear this? If I if I have the mic here, can you hear this? Sounds great. Okay, here's what the lyrics say on the screen. <laughs> when I get high, almost peed, trash filled, fruity called tubba bay, my honk. <laughs> Said Big Mac 103. <laughs> Ooh, Freddy's gas. <laughs> so good. Ham, ham, ham hit a dog. <laughs> ham hit a dog. <laughs> wow. That's a great stuff. So, yeah, so Vince is ready, primed and in shape to uh, take on Nikki Six. Oh yeah, at uh, Summerfest. Okay, so yeah. we, we're 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 booking up a storm here, Jack, and we're on we're on Absolutely. fire. All right, uh, here we what? go. This, this is a big one. WWE Championship. Uh, Kofi Kingston, who's the champion, versus yes. Samoa Joe. Mm, now mm, I've been harping mm, on this mm. for months, years, even decades, if you will. I've yep. been harping on yep. this since before Samoa Joe was even born. That he was uh, destined to be a WWE champion. And it's got to yep. be now. They got to pull the trigger on Samoa Joe uh, and yep. have uh, have him win yep. against Kofi Kingston. Uh, I like yep. Kofi. Uh, I don't like throwing pancakes in the crowd and that sort of thing, but I love Samoa. And yep. I want to see him uh, rip Kofi Kingston apart. That's just my opinion. Yeah, yeah. And it's um, it, Kofi is so good at also, you know, at, at selling and making people look good. So uh, not only will it be a good, uh, a good match, it's going to make Joe look like God. That was the end of the statement? Yeah. Oh, I thought you said like God's gift to, you know, wrestling or something. That sounds better. Okay. Take two then. Say, it, say that then. Yeah. So, you know, Kofi's very good. He's going to make uh, Samwa Joe um, look like God's gift to wrestling. Are you on Quaaludes again? Jack, <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, no. this is great. No. Um, okay, so uh, I think um, who's going to win? What's your opinion? I think um, I think it, ha- it has to be Samoa Joe. It has to be Samoa Joe. It has to be. Yeah. It has to be. Yeah, um, I agree with you. But let me throw a little uh, a little uh, monkey wrench at you there. You heard like Paul Heyman. Paul Heyman on Raw this week uh, said, yeah. uh, which he's been saying for about a year, that uh, Brock Lesnar is going to cash in the title, uh, to cash in the money yeah. in the bank. I think there's one of two ways to go here, and I'm going to tell them to you, in my opinion. Okay. First of all, Samoa beats Kofi. Music hits. Down comes Brock. Cashes in. Beats Samoa, leading to SummerSlam. Samoa versus Brock. Yeah, that would be uh, that. Yeah, that would be great. It would be annoying, but as long as the payoff is that Joe then beats Brock, yes, then we're fine, and it would be. Uh, yeah, that would be great. Because if you're looking at the pantheon of guys that haven't really worked with Brock too much, who's the most believable to me that could not only you know stand up to Brock but actually really beat him would be Samoa. Yeah, yeah. I mean, but if we're thinking about any company, then it's either really going to be it's going to be Samoa or it's going to be Cheeseburger or someone like myself. But uh, seeing as neither of us are actually signed to the WWE right now, it's gonna it's gonna be Joe. Fish and chips versus Brock Lesnar at Summerfest. That's right. Okay. <laughs> so, I mean, that's that's exciting to me. Like, I, I'm excited. I'm, I, let me say this: I'm much more excited about Extreme Rules uh, than I was about. Uh, about um, uh, uh, stomping grounds. I just well, uh, yeah, 
And that's the thing, actually, as well. Like, even though there wasn't much sort of behind something grounds to begin with, it actually. Go ahead. So something, yeah, it just um, it was actually quite a surprising show as far as having good matches. Yeah, well, it was. And listen, and the crowd ended up being pretty good. You know, I knew it would. They would yeah. say, "Oh, the crowd's going to." I mean, listen, you get five thousand people or six thousand people at a WWE show, they're going to film it, make it look like there's twenty thousand. You know what I mean? Absolutely. So, yeah, yeah. Um, but I'm going to say that this is in Philly. This show, so I think it's going to be a great uh, a great crowd there in Philadelphia as far as being loud and uh, and, and super into the show and all that sort of thing. So, um, do you think they're going to use that uh, that uh, um, timeless line uh, that Lawler used to say? It's Bizarro World if they cheer the wrong people and shit. Well, they only say that for Toronto though. Oh, that's right. They don't say that yeah. for Philly. That's true. Yeah. Did I ever That's tell you true. about the time when I was in Philly and it was my kind of coronation the night before I beat Triple H for the world title and then had to give it back. And then the next night I beat The Rock in a lumberjack match, a match in Philadelphia. And um, it was kind of like the first night that I was ever kind of a main event guy. And at that point sure. in time, they would have uh, the main event guys would grab the mic and do a little kind of serenade to people as they were leaving or right before they left. Stone Cold did it. Rock did it. So that night yeah. it was my turn. I grabbed the mic and I was like, you know, I started in Philly and East W Arena and I love Philly and they're just cheering. I said, like, you guys are the greatest crowd in the world. And I just want to, I stopped and I was like, oh my gosh, did I just say that? Did I just literally say what? you're the greatest crowd in the world? And I looked over at Lawler and Lawler's nodding at me like, yep, you just said it. It's in front of like 15,000 people. No one cared. They were still cheering and going nuts. Yeah. I walked to the back and Vince is standing there to shake my hand and like a dummy, I go, I'm so sorry. He goes, what are you sorry for? That was a great match. What are you talking about? I said, did you hear what I said? And he's like, oh, what'd you say? And I was like, um, I said, they're a great crowd. He's like, oh, come on, Jericho. And then walked away kind of so mad at me. And I was like, why did I say anything? He never would have known. So yeah, shit. Yeah. 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 He probably would have said, um, that's good shit or something. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Call back. All right. Yeah. Here we go. No holds barred match. This is going to be a big one. Shane McMahon and Drew McIntyre versus The Undertaker and Roman Reigns. Yeah, it's very um, very strange that it, that that's happened. Um, hang on, wait, is that even on my list? Can I see that? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, yeah. yeah. Um, well, I just told it to you, so there it is. Well, yeah, true. Right. It's very true. Yeah, no, it's a strange one. Um, yeah. Sorry. Um, is that your chair again? It was. So it was a strange one. Mm -mm, uh, um, yeah. Can we put that on your mm. next Pro Wrestling Tees t-shirt, please, Jack? Way ahead of you. Way ahead of you. It's already, <laughs> it's already coming. <laughs> so there, uh, here's what I, hey, listen, this is a huge match, you know, having the Undertaker out there. Never, uh, never a bad thing. Obviously, uh, whether he moves great or whether he doesn't move great, he's still the Undertaker. Huge draw, one of the biggest names in the history of the company. So yes. I think um, you know it'll be kind of a showcase for Undertaker, get a little bit of his his heat back after the match he had with Goldberg that didn't go quite as what they wanted to. Mm. But there's also another mm. thing though that's going on here. What's that? I think this match because it's no holds barred. I think you're going to see a lot of guys involved. We've been seeing Drew McIntyre and Elias hanging out quite a bit. So I think there's going to be some Elias interference. And I think that's going to bring out the kind of the new uh, baby face. I don't know if you saw what happened on SmackDown last night, Jack, but Kevin Owens came down and was kind of shooting, pipe bombing, and and uh, came out of the uh, down to the ring after he was kicked out of the building and stone-cold stunnered Shane McMahon and then ran through the crowd again. Very stone-cold thing to do. Yeah, yeah, definitely. It's um, it, it was interesting. Well, I say it was interesting. It, it was interesting, but um, it it was almost like the uh, the, there were sort of comparisons to that and um and CM Punk when he did that whole pipe bomb thing. It's um, a combination of CM Punk and Steve Austin. Yeah, yeah, which is not a bad thing. Yeah, uh, at least in my view. Um, and uh, yeah, Owens is fantastic. So yeah, he needs yeah. to be he needs to be seen in every match. CM Cold, Stone Punk, Steve Owens, Stone Punk, Stone Punk is cool. Stone Punk, yeah. So yeah, all right. Yeah. We should form a, a side project called Stone Punk. Okay. You know what kind of music we're gonna play? 
What, punk? Stoner punk, like a combination of Caius and the Sex Pistols. That doesn't sound bad. Doesn't sound pretty. It doesn't sound good either. Yeah, well, <laughs> well, I don't know. Maybe you know. Maybe we can make it sound good. Um, yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, for those of you playing at home, rewind back to the beginning. Every time Jack goes, "Yeah, take a drink," and you'll be load ski by about minute five. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay. So Undertaker reigns. Uh, Shane and McIntyre. Elias interferes incessantly. Finally, at the end, uh, Owens runs down and Stone Cold stuns uh, Stone Punk's uh, Shane McMahon and Undertaker gives him the big tombstone uh, and then Reigns gives him the big uh, uh, spear for the win. Shane McMahon's team loses, which leads to a big feud of McMahon versus Owens rematch at Summerfest. Yeah, so do you think, right, do you think that they're putting Shane uh, at the forefront of everything especially with the best of the world thing, because they know it would annoy, uh, you know, annoy the fan base and say, how is Shane the best in the world? Is it, or is that going to be too obvious? And they just think that Shane no, is that good. They don't, don't think Shane's the best in the world. They're doing it as heat. You know? Yeah. I, I right think now. Shane's kind of the ipso facto new age, Vince McMahon. And they're probably trying to make uh, Kevin Owens, the new stone cold uh, yeah. by having him, you know, okay. Give him stone cold's finish have him beat up the second generation McMahon uh, head of the company, cut off his microphone, kick him out of the building, have him come back. He'll probably drive like, you know, what, is, what are French Canadians known for? Bagels? Uh, pu- baguettes? Poutine? Poutine. He's going to drive a giant baguette to the ring and uh, start beating up people. Mm. Actually, yeah. Can you imagine that? Like, you know, especially wearing the striped top, just throw baguettes at people. It would be great. <laughs> baguettes? Yeah. We. Oui. Huh. Yes. Nice. All right. Then the big main event, second uh, month in a row, Baron Corbin is in there. But here's the difference. Lacey Evans versus Becky Lynch champion, Seth Rollins champion. It's an extreme rules match for both the WWE Universal Championship and the WWE Raw Women's Championship winner take all, which means if Baron Corbin pins Seth, he wins the title, and Lacey wins the title. If Becky Lynch pins Lacey Evans, they get uh, nothing happens. But if, if Lacey Evans uh, pins <laughs> Becky Lynch, she gets the title, and Corbin gets the title. It's a hell of a deal for Corbin and, and uh, Lacey, I'll tell you that. Yeah, yeah, it is. Um, and yeah, I was, I was kind of high on. Uh, well, maybe high is the wrong word, but like you know, I was, I, I thought that yeah, or the huh? right word. Maybe it is the right word. I mean, I'm not high at the minute, but yeah, I, I was caught, I was behind uh, Lacey before Stomping Ground, and then um, just because I thought that she, you know, played the character very well, and then uh, and then just the actual the actual didn't really go, you know, as well as I thought, and it, and I kind of it lowered my opinion a little bit on Lacey, which is a shame. It's. Oh, I'm sure she feels very bad that she disappointed you, uh, uh, Jack. But here's my thing. Um, you know that that J J Lo. No, it was Ben Affleck J- and 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 J J Lo or was it B Lo or something or B- oh Benifer is what it was. So I think for Baron Corbin and Lacey Evans, should we call them uh, Lorben, Basie, Lauren? No, Lauren or Basie, Boren, Basie. Basie. Yeah, Basie works. I like Basie. Let's go with Basie. And Becky and Seth. Secky? Secky or Beth, isn't it? Really? That's too obvious, isn't it? Beth is too obvious. Secky and Basie. Secky Secky McGee versus Basie, yeah. Secky and Basie sounds like a couple ferrets that a uh, junior high school (laughs) kid would have. Um, And then they book their own matches of of ferrets. Here's what I'm going to say right now. All right, and this because uh, this this has got to end this Baron Corbin, Seth Rollins, and, and Lacey Lacey Lynch, and all this other stuff. I Please. think that uh, that Saki is going to get the pin dobleta. You know what that means? Double, uh, no, tell me. Double pin if you're Spanish. Ooh, very good. I think Seth's going to beat Baron. I think Becky's going to beat Lacey. Done. Mm. Winners. Mm. Saki, mm. super excited. Mm. Then this is what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. Music hits. Out Who's? comes Brock. 
This is if he, this is if not uh, if he does not come out with Samoa, Brock comes uh, out. Can you imagine if Seth and Becky, whenever he's happy, Brock comes out, he gives Becky Lynch an F five, then he gives Seth Rollins an F five and wins the title. Holy shit! Brock wins the women's championship. No, 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 no. He would win the men's championship. Is what he would do. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Because now with the new kind of regime, with the new Paul Heyman and and intergender matches and all that stuff, I bet you they're going to open mm-hmm. the door a little bit to to the guys getting to the girls. Can you imagine the heat mm-hmm. if Brock hits Becky and then how angry Seth would be, and then he hits Seth as well and wins the title, leading to Seth and Brock at SummerSlam. It, uh, it writes itself, doesn't it? Really? It does. Although I'd rather see Samoa versus Brock, but I think the Becky Lynch uh, element makes it kind of exciting as well. So here's the thing. What do you think is more likely to happen? Do you think it would be that Brock series or or, or do you think it would be uh, Brock and Joe? What do you think is more likely You know, with your, um, with your expertise here? More heat. If they're, if they're opening up the door to more controversial stuff, I'm saying Brock's going to hit Becky. If Brock's not allowed to touch Becky, then you got to go with Brock and Samoa because I would pay to see that just to watch the two of them kick the shit out of each other. I think the heat by hitting Becky would be amazing. It might take away a little bit of her man uh, a persona, but hey, you got to pay Peter to, to 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 feed Paul sometimes. Is that is that how it goes? But you, I mean, uh, probably, yeah, 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 yeah probably. Yeah. Do, do you think it would take anything away from Becky, though? Because it's not. It's maybe, bloody, maybe she it's comes Lesnar, back the next week and slaps him in the face or something, and you know what I yeah. mean. Like you could show some real, some real balls on her, uh, not fig- uh, not literally, but figuratively, um, by doing that. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. You know, the more balls, the better. Well, that's what uh, that's what he said. Um, yep. So there you go. I, I think uh, that's a great rundown. It sounds like a real exciting show. Uh, prediction for the best match, Jack? Um, there are going to be there, there are uh, a couple of potentials. Uh, for me, um, my favorite is probably going to be uh, Rakakit and yeah. AJ. AJ McLean, yep. Um, with a, a close runner up being Kofi and Joe. Gotcha. Okay, just to be a contrarian, I'll go with uh, I'll go with um, Alistair. Um, and, and Thetharo with Thyborg is the best with um, oh. Samoa and Kofi number two although Rakaka and AJ those 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 are the two three that will be the best but I will take uh, Thetharo and Alistair as the best one uh, rather than, than Rakaka but it could be any one of those three in my opinion yeah actually that's a good point yeah um, Alistair and Cesaro is definitely way up there yeah exactly which guy did you say uh, Cesaro, uh, the the Thyborg, and Alistair. Okay, cool. So yep. as we wind down here, Jack, we, we have a new tradition now where we uh, give you the opportunity, and by you, I don't mean you, Jack, uh, uh, singularly. I mean you, the uh, the listener, the opportunity to choose the theme song for Extreme Rules. Uh, Wonderful. Yes, the favorite part of the show. Yes, yes, me too. Here's uh, choice number one, which is Dirt, Dirty Honey with When I'm Gone. Okay, that's number right. one. Then you got, yeah. uh, oh, geez, Louise. <laughs> Missed that uh, one there. You got what was that? This one here. Oh. Extreme. And then the one you just heard. Mm. That was a random one. It just kind of snuck into the DMs there. You two, with or without you, uh, is another choice. And then you have... uh, JJ Longhorn Steakhouse, because we don't care. It's our show. We can uh, have you in there if you want. Uh, the other yeah. one is uh, 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 this one. That's a good deal. Big Mac for 103. Uh, yeah, definitely. That's and great. Then, and then uh, that's Vince Neil, uh, Kickstart My Heart. And then the last choice is. 
Yep. Toto, hold the line. So you guys decide which one you'd like to hear. Uh, fight amongst yourselves and uh, yeah, get back to us. Yeah, there are no bad answers. Yeah. And, and get back to us with answers of what you'd like to hear. Um, so, Jack, uh, any final words on this amazing day? I would say that um, this evening went a little bit smoother as last time. It might have been the easiest one to talk about so far, but um, doesn't mean to say that the content was any better. So, you know, any worse. The good thing is, I'm just, I'm really excited. I'm just moving back and forth in my chair, very uh, happy and squealish. It's great. That that's a very rhythmic, um, very w- rhythmic seat. Rhythmic seat. Yeah, that should be the name of a of like a Isley Brothers song or something along those lines. <laughs> yeah. All right, Jack. Uh, always a pleasure, never a chore, and uh, we'll see you next month uh, for the uh, uh, preview. Was what the we're preview? Yeah, about. yeah. I, the last time that we did a SummerSlam one, we um, we had a lot of beverages, and uh, we got that guy, Peter, whoever he was, the guy from uh, Pete yeah. Dunn. I think we, we thought it was yeah, we thought it was one guy named Pete, but it was another guy named Pete. Um, yeah, yeah. We'll have and you. And the guy in. from Monster Magnet as well. Yeah, that's true. That's true. That's true. So um, we'll leave you with uh, some more annoying sounds. What is this? It's more of the top five most annoying sounds. Oh. Can you make, what's the most annoying sound you can make, Jack? 